Just Interesting People podcast. My name is Rosie and I'm here with my co-host and husband Jeremy and today we are talking to Lisa. Lisa is a 19 year old French woman although you might not notice she's French because she has an amazing British accent. She's currently studying speech therapy in university in France uh, but her real passion is music and singing. She learned piano at eight years old and since then she's been learning new instruments, working on her voice and singing and creating songs. This is really what she's passionate about. The level of maturity Lisa has is incredible. Like I said, she's 19 years old, but she's already questioning things about life that some more adult grown-ups don't even question, you know, about what makes her happy. How can she live a fulfilled life? It's really inspiring and amazing to see someone so young who wants to be in charge of her life in a driver's seat rather than just being a passenger and life happening to her. We really hope you get inspired by this conversation and you enjoy the episode. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa, for being with us today. Thank you for inviting me. So behind this amazing f English accent, I was going to say French, <laughs> <laughs> there is actually a French girl. Uh, you come from St. Paul, my hometown, your hometown. And yeah. we actually, well, I saw you as a baby, <laughs> as a kid. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as an adult, we actually met this summer when we spent a few months at my parents. And I was so impressed by your English. Uh, I mean, I speak English, but I still have a really strong French accent. I don't need, everyone knows where I'm coming from. I can't hide it. I'm, I don't <laughs> think I'm ever going to lose it. It's always going to be there. But when you speak English, like you have such an amazing accent. Uh, how did you manage to learn and get such a good accent? Uh, I actually have no idea. Like everyone tells me that I have a great accent and I've been to England in the past and people thought I was actually English. <laughs> um, but I think it comes from the fact that I started listening to a lot of music and a lot of uh, English videos and watching series in English from a younger age. Like I think I was around 14 when I started watching English and really listening to it on a daily basis, uh, they kind of became natural to then catching the accent. And more than an English, it's a British accent. Yeah. I hope everyone can <laughs> appreciate the, I can't do it, but you can, but <laughs> it's really a good British accent. I feel like I'm talking to like, I don't know, like yeah, an English actor or singer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so which shows in particular do you think gave you this accent because you don't have a northern accent like me you have a very like southern london posh i want to say <laughs> accent i'm wondering did you watch the crown did like what which kind of shows do you think gave you that accent in particular um i think it was more with youtube videos because okay. when i started uh, listening to english i watched i don't know if you guys know but uh, the next step do you know this series no it was uh, a dancing uh like they were teenagers learning dancing choreographies and then they had to go on competitions but it was more american and then i switched to youtube and um and discovered youtubers such as doella oh. uh like and i just caught their accent <laughs> Why at 14 years old you decided to listen to English stuff? What was the motivation? 
Uh, it was because in, in middle school, um, we had this opportunity to take um, a specialty. So we had we were in the, in the classroom, we could take Spanish or English. And uh, I, I took English. And then in the classroom, the teacher really made us listen to English all the time. And uh, when I when I came back home in the evenings, I just wanted to keep listening to English stuff. So I started like going on YouTube and listening to English and never stopped. <laughs> Damn, I wish I did the same. I wish I uh, <laughs> was that clever at 14 years old. But no, when I was going to English <laughs> class, I was like, fuck this. I hate English. <laughs> I don't need to learn English. Same with me about <laughs> French and then go ahead and marry a Frenchman and have to learn <laughs> French the hard way. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But did you... Were you just curious or did you somehow know that English was important and it would be a useful skill to have later? Or it was just curiosity, like without any anything else in mind? It was more curiosity and uh, the fact that I, I like traveling. I haven't really traveled much yet, <laughs> but I love to travel more and... I think English is a, is a language that's spoken a lot in the world. And if we want to connect with people and learn things about cultures, and it's really important to have a language. So I think I didn't really learn it for a specific purpose, but more for a mean of communication and just because I loved it, like the, mm. the accent and everything around it. <laughs> it's amazing that somehow you got that so young at 14 years old, because the younger you learn obviously the easier it is to get into it um and i mean now you're 21 right i'm 19. no you're 19. why do yeah. you think you're 21. <laughs> 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 i'm like yeah you, so you're 19 and you've been pra practicing english for five years then when yeah you know most 20 years old just do like a couple of hours of english per week and they learn with a french teacher if, if they're in France you know that barely speaks any English uh -huh. so somehow we have to learn yeah. English from someone that barely speaks English that's a concept that I've never understood in the education but <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah me neither but then yeah and usually we we lose it but how so thing is when you learn a language like you you can listen you can learn but I feel personally that if you don't speak it's really <laughs> hard to keep up with it and you tend to forget It's just the way the brain works. Like, I remember when I was younger, I was really good in Spanish and because I was practicing in school and stuff like that. But as soon as I stopped, it's all gone. I, I, I forgot everything about it. How do you manage to keep practicing and speaking especially? Uh, for the speaking, I've, I just, sometimes I speak to myself <laughs> just to practice the, the accent and just never really lose it. Um, I don't do that all the time. <laughs> I just do that sometimes. Um, but then, yeah, it's true that I've never really understood the French way of teaching English because when you're in a classroom, you learn about grammar, vocabulary, but then you have to put it all together. It's like a recipe. When you cook, you have the ingredients, but then you have to assemble them all to have the cake or for the yeah. stuff you're cooking. So it's just, it's really important to keep listening to it. Even if you don't speak it, then being in this environment where you hear it, read it, it's, it, it's the way it's going to stick. So you read in English as well? Yeah, I read books in English. I can't read in French anymore. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> 
Mm. Yeah, now I just uh, I really I discovered reading in English and it's better than reading in French, I think. It's amazing how you're so mature. It blows my mind, like 19 years old, having this mindset and, and this maturity is just impressive. Yeah, you seem <laughs> a lot older than... Like when I was 19, I was, I was not like you at all. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever been to England? Yeah, I've been to London and uh, around Brighton too. And would you ever consider moving there? Is that something you'd like to do? Um, I, yeah, I wouldn't mind moving there, yeah. Even though it's cold and wet and rainy. It's not like the South oh, of France. I love it. Like, really? Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah, when it rains, I'm the happiest. <laughs> what? I feel like you belong in England. You should have been born there. What is going on? <laughs> I know also you practice English through singing. You yeah. are an amazing talented singer and musician because you also also play instruments um thank you <laughs> when did you connect with music for the first time um i so i started learning the piano when i was eight years old um so that's kind of where the journey started uh, but i really connected with music uh from the moment i started writing it Uh, it's really when I, I really connect more when I write. It's it, it comes from the inside, so it's it's pretty more uh, powerful than just singing. So that's I, I'd say that's when I really connected with music the most. So you started with taking <coughs> piano lessons and playing an instrument is one thing, but singing is something else. Or you can be a really good player, but you can have a terrible voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> When did you, at what time did you realize that you also had a voice? Uh, so, yeah, so once I started playing the piano and getting more into English as well, uh, I, so around 14 again, I started uh, looking at um, music sheets and they had these uh, English chords. So I had to to learn, like, because of I started like getting into English, I learned the English chords and it was It always went with music, with lyrics. So I started playing and singing at the same time. And uh, and when I had um, music theory um, and uh, we had long, it was like two hours classes. And when we had a pause in between the two hours, I usually went to the piano and like played with the, the, the music I, I'd, I'd learned. And my friends were always really supportive. And the teacher one day said, uh, you have to go and take singing classes. Mm -hmm. So um, I listened. I I took the first my first singing classes at 15, and then the singing contests followed, and that's when I and then I started learning the guitar and um, and then writing started the songwriting process, which was amazing. That's a whole other step, as well writing, because you can be an amazing mm -hmm. musician and an amazing singer, but writing is a whole other skill, and also I feel it's way more scary. It's, it's super scary. I, I I don't know. I would imagine because you, well, it's you. <laughs> you know, it's not you're not singing someone else's song. It's really you, and you. You're maybe putting things on the paper that are really personal that maybe you would not share in a normal situation, but you are doing it through a song. And how how do you feel about yeah sharing your deepest thoughts? Thoughts, you know. <laughs> 
so yeah, so that it's true that it's really personal, uh, but I only write in English because that's a sort of barrier, if I I can say, because if I wrote in French, even even though a lot of people understand English as well, but in French it's it feels too personal. So I just write in English. And it feels like there's a sort of shield because I'm saying things a certain way. And even though everyone, like a lot of people can understand English, it will be perceived another way. It will not be perceived as I I perceived it. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's kind yeah. of the way. Is it because, I don't know, maybe your family and friends, the, the, I don't know, maybe because some people don't speak English, so they won't hear it i don't know like yeah yeah, yeah also <laughs> okay. that too. yeah yeah i get what you mean in a sense that some things i feel that some things are easier to say in english than in french because in french it seems like for example like something easy right i feel saying i love you way easier than je t'aime mm. yeah that's true. way easier um, I don't know. I, it's it's really hard to explain why, but for some reason, like I struggle to express my feeling and to say I love you and stuff like that. Anyway, but it's way easier for me to get it out in English than in French. Oh. Like, and I can't explain really why, but I I I understand what you, what you mean because there is this thing. I don't know if it's because. The French, yes, yeah, more personal, so it's scarier uh, to be vulnerable, or yeah, because I'm putting a distance with the English. It's another layer of me. I don't know. It's it's really hard to understand, but I get the the subtlety here. Yeah. See, that's so funny because I feel like I'm the complete opposite. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, like if I was to say I love you to somebody, I'd want to say it in my language so they know that it's like. I don't know, like the opposite of what you're saying, like close yeah. to my heart, like but what I really feel rather than je t'aime. I'll just be like, oh, je t'aime. I don't know. It's like a less, like, it's not me. It's not my language. So yeah. it's less of a like importance. Yeah. I don't I, know. That's so weird. Yeah. That's such a funny conversation. Yeah. I can't explain it, honestly, but I, yeah, yeah it's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw a video about it on, uh, on internet and they were saying um, that sometimes it's easier to see things in another language because the words you've used your whole life in your own language have an important emotion, emotional uh, background. So mm. if you say it in another language, it, it might feel less um, like important. I don't, I don't know yeah, if you... Yeah, yeah that's like I mean. heavy in a sense. And yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, talk to me about your singing competitions. When did they start? What was your first one like? My first one, uh, so oh yeah, it was really stressful. <laughs> it was really stressful. It, I was, um, so I was going to a small town and uh, uh, I had to sing in front of four judges and uh, they would select only, I think, five or, f five or six uh, of the singing, the person who went for the contest. Uh, so it wasn't as stressful as having a big room of strangers, um, but still it was... Uh, a good experience and then I got selected I went to the finals and uh, that's the first uh, competition I did and I and, and I won I honestly so, don't know how I won you say that but your voice is incredible I was just about to say I'm not surprised you won because your voice you have a voice of an actual angel 
like, thank you. Not exaggerating. You have a voice of an actual angel. I don't know how you do it. So how many have you done since then? How many competitions have you done? Um, I think I have done around like seven or eight in total because then COVID happened and oh, everything yeah. got shut down. So, yeah. <laughs> Would you say you're more an introvert or an extrovert? I think I'm more of an introvert when I'm not on stage. I, okay, that's, that, that's where I was going. Because I, I also see you more as an introvert, I would say. How scary do you find it to go on stage, take the mic and do your thing? Are you terrified? Um, it's scary. I'm terrified before going on stage. But once the music starts, it's like everything falls into place, sort of. Like the, the music, the, the lyrics, um, the emotion behind the lyrics, like it, it all has to fit. And so when, when you understand the thing you're singing and you feel the melody, like you can only just fall into this extrovert person that, that is on stage and like is going to sing. Are you kind of getting to a zone in a bubble? Yeah. Right? That... Yeah. More, more of a bubble. And in a way, are you, when you sing on stage, are you, are you up there on your own doing your thing or you realize you have people watching? Oh, I realize there's people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But sometimes when, when being on stage, depending on where the stage is, you don't see the people because there are like big spots of lights in your eyes. <laughs> you don't see. So that's easier because then you just have to make to to make it look like you're looking at people when you're not seeing them <laughs> um but yeah yeah you realize there are people because you have to music is all about sharing i think and and so you have to realize there's an audience so that you can share the emotions with them and they can feel them that, that's the purpose that's what i try to do with my songs as well i try to convey the emotions behind it through the melody and the lyrics because it, it all fits together and then I'm going to bring everything together after, but uh, right now this is a hobby, right? You are doing this on the side, Yeah. but you are currently going uh, to school to yeah. pursue potentially like another career. Uh, why are you studying right now in, in college? Uh, right now I'm studying speech therapy uh, and... Uh, uh, sorry, did you say why or what? Yeah, why? Well, both. Why? I mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, why? Because so when I ended up, when I ended high school, um, there was um, this big pressure of choosing something to do for the future. Uh, usually, it's like choose the big career, have make a lot of money, and be happy <laughs> i guess mm -hmm. and so this pressure led me to choosing something um that my family like they they um they kind of they didn't push me into it they just advised that i should do it because i didn't have any other idea of what else i could do and i wasn't mature enough to see that there were a lot of other paths and other ways to do stuff in life so i chose speech therapy and i got uh chosen amongst i think there were like three thousand uh, applicants and we were just like 40 to be taken wow. so that was uh, a big chance um, but I'm, I'm doing it because yeah I if I think if I could go back and um, and take a gap here to pause and just see all the options 
I would, I, I think I would do it just to have a buzz and just see if I really wanted to do that or not, because I think I'm doing it just to have a security at the uh -huh. moment, uh, even though it's interesting and it, it looks like a really great job. Um, I'm going to help a lot of people if I end up doing it, but I like to have a lot of options. So I'm doing my studies and then I'm also doing music and then I'll see where it leads me at the moment. I have so many feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to shake you. I kind of want to shake your parents and your family. Well, it's not too far. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go over and shake them and be like, no! <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's so interesting because I think so many people get into that like you kind of at 18 you have no like I'm 33 I barely know what I'm doing with my life like I have no idea <laughs> let alone when I was 18 there's such a big pressure to like go to university and get a career and have this like you know get married have kids have the house and do the normal life yeah. thing and it's just what you're told to do until you fly to Miami and realize that you don't want to do that anymore <laughs> yeah. which is what happened to us but it's so I don't know, I can just see you getting trapped and trapped and trapped. Like, I don't, maybe I'm completely wrong, maybe I shouldn't be saying this. But like, I feel like this was a lot of people go through is they go to university and then when you've finished university, you've got to get the job to then pay yeah. back your university fees and get a house and do all these things. And you're stuck in what you're stuck in. Oh, I wish you could escape. I feel <laughs> like I need to like... save you or something. I'm like, no, you should be singing. You're such a good singer. You could be doing weddings and shows and have your own songs and be amazing. Yeah, but you see what you say is really what scares me the most, like staying trapped. And I started questioning my choice of future when lockdown happened, when it was October, I think it was the second lockdown in France. And I had all my classes on Zoom and it was it, it wasn't a really, really hard time, but like it made me question a lot of things. Um, yeah. Like, why did I choose it? Why do I do it? Do I really want it? Am I really happy in it? Like all those questions kept spiraling in my head. And then... um. And then in May, I met you guys and you were like such a turning point, like you opened my eyes even more. And that's like, I really decided to put more effort in all my projects and really believe in them more. Um, and I really thank you for that because <laughs> you were a big um, inspiration. And and yeah, now I, I feel I, I'm really scared of getting trapped in something. So that's also a question that stays in my mind all the time. Like, should I? stay in this or just go somewhere else and do what I like the most it's hard as well because I understand from your parents point of view like they want you to be safe they want you to be secure and have a job and have money and a career and you know do all these things that parents want you to do like they want the best for you so I completely get that but it's also hard when it's not your passion and like I can see it's not your passion like if it was you'd be like oh my god I love teaching people how to speak properly but you're like no I love singing so that's the hard bit where it's like <laughs> yeah. oh if I could like encourage you even more, just a tiny bit more to do your singing, I would love that. I'd be, I don't know, not even me. I'd want you to do what makes you happy. That's the main thing. But it's, it's scary because it's, I just don't know where to start. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a crazy competitive thing as well. Like, hmm. but, but like, would you want to be like world famous and have albums and platinum and all that thing? Or would you be happy doing weddings? Or would you be happy doing like, what would you love? Like, what would you love to be doing? I've I just I really like I'd really love to sing my songs and just share them and share music and just go on stage and even I, I'd be happy to do weddings like anything just share the music and just share music yeah okay so many things here <laughs> um... sorry I jumped on you a little bit <laughs> I was like ah <laughs> no it's interesting because also I was curious uh, about your answer because 
in in a way your studies could somehow be connected to singing in you know like improving language and the way you speak and stuff like that I, you can see a little connection there that potentially could maybe help you personally with i don't know improve some singing stuff technical things that i don't understand <laughs> um but also you know you know like there, there is there could be a connection you you like to sing and I don't know. On the on the weekend you like to sing and during the day you like to help people improve their language and stuff like that. So that's why I was curious about your answer there because it could have been connected in a sense. Uh, but it's such a complicated topic, honestly. It's like yeah. Rosie said. It's people around us gives us advice, and it's all coming from a place of love. Is I think you should do this, you know, because you will have a happy life and a thing, and also parents tend to do you should do this i haven't done it i wish i did and you know if you do this you'll have a better life than the one i i, I have that's also mm -hmm. a narrative that comes up very often <laughs> and and it's always hard to well question i think i think you'll be all right because you're questioning it at 19 years old you're <laughs> 19 and you're questioning all that so i think i think that's a good place to be you know um because most people don't question that. Most people wait to be on the deathbed to say, oh, I wish I've done that. Yeah. So at least you're questioning it right now when you're into it, not when it's finished. So I think that's already an amazing place and you're far ahead from a vast majority of people. <laughs> so well done on that. Mm. But it's, it is so complicated because yeah. it's... Coming, yeah, from a place of love from parents and family and, and friends and stuff like that. But it's like, yeah, but first, I think COVID taught us that safety with jobs and stuff like that, it doesn't exist. It's bullshit. It's not safe mm. things. Like you never know what's going to happen. And a job can feel extremely safe. And, and mm. one day there is a crash, an economic crash, a health crisis or whatever. And... The world shut down and you know your safe job bullshit i say you lost it <laughs> so <laughs> this is really objective uh the definition of a safe job and also a happy life what's a happy life like people yeah you should do this so you're gonna have the money and the happy life and whatever but maybe your happy life is not their happy life yeah the the checkbox they want to tick might be different than yours and <clears throat> yeah maybe based on society standard you're going to be doing really well but maybe you're going to be unfulfilled and miserable inside yeah. and and maybe one day you're going to explode and say like fuck all this or no <laughs> like you you don't know so <laughs> it's it's really really complicated because uh, this it's such a personal thing to go through and we get those recommendations from everywhere we are bombarded by it by by people, by strangers, by videos we watch on YouTube, by podcasts we listen to, by we have a million different opinions coming in. And it's like, which one is the right quote unquote choice for me? And it's, it's overwhelming. It's like, and also we have the pressure. We feel that we need to figure it out quickly. Yeah, like, exactly. You're 19 years old and people adults that went through the same shit expect <laughs> you 
somehow to figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life at 19 years old when they were in the same position younger and they didn't figure it out at all but they are doing the same to us <laughs> and will probably be doing the same to 19 years old in mm. 19 years old. But so yeah it's it's really strange and I think sorry I think the hard part as well is with the arts so I think like a job like your career you know your studies that you're doing now is going to give you a job with lots of money and lots of people and you'll be fine you'll be sorted whereas singing it's one of those things where you kind of have to work hard go to shows go to like wedding fairs or go on tv shows or do what like there's such a different way about it you kind of have to teach yourself a lot of the time or start your own business try and you know it's it's kind of like it's completely different it's not just I mean not that going to college and getting a degree is easy but it's a completely different path it's like go to college get a degree and get a job that you know is going to pay well kind of forever unless there's a covid crisis <laughs> <laughs> or you kind of fight your way through trying to figure out how to do everything by yourself and trying to get that break and trying to get clients and whatever it is that you're doing I feel like the arts is such a different playing field like it's yeah. so hard well, to get also, anywhere it's really. not it's not considered a real job <laughs> by yeah. Yeah. The standard is it's a hobby. It's a thing you do on a weekend and evening and it's not a yeah, real career. Yeah. Like you can't make money apart from famous people. You're mm. either Adele, you're yeah. either the next French Adele or you're doing nothing. That's basically the narrative that we have. Yeah. When it's a lie. This is a lie. This is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. There are other ways. You don't meet if you if you're the next Adele, great. But she is. You can also <laughs> be happy and make a living and live a happy life, you know, somewhere in the middle of miserable and extremely famous. Yeah, exactly. That's a possibility. Yeah. I feel like we've done a lot of talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got like a more personal question on Nine Cents. Uh, do you feel... <laughs> How do I phrase that? <laughs> oh god <laughs> no 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 <laughs> your level of maturity and the things you question I don't feel it's normal for a 19 years old in a sense whatever normal is like m the majority of 19 years old don't think stuff like that they don't spend ages to learn English they don't question life they just they're just passengers you know they just life is happening to us and you're there where you're trying to be in a driver's seat to control your own destiny and everything. Like, do, you, do you feel that, I don't know, you're special or not? Not in like um, a pretentious way. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. But yeah, I think when I hang out with my friends, like they really have this view, they, they don't really question anything and that, that's true. Uh, they really just go to school and every most of the subjects we, we have are about classes and teachers and assignments we have to do. But I, I, just, I just feel like there's so much more and I don't understand how they cannot see that like we could talk about anything else and we could do anything. So why, why don't they question that? Or maybe they just re they only see this and they just see themselves um having this career and being fulfilled by it which is great for them like they mm. they found their passion and their their way through life um but yeah just no one really questions it that's that's mm. yeah 
even when I go on the, the subway every day and I see people, they just they just go to work without really questioning anything or not really enjoying what's around them because they're just stuck in a routine and they don't see anything else. Mm. How does that make you feel at 19 years old to... Do you feel... Um, maybe in a sense like... <clears throat> disconnected you feel lucky to have reached this level of awareness do you feel troubled by air yeah i think i i felt now that we've talked about it um i feel a bit lucky (laughs) to be in this place where i question and yeah question things um but also i do i do meditation and i think it really helped me to it really led me to (laughs) it led me to having these thoughts and these questionings and like the experience of gratitude as well like seeing that everything we have is is not something that we have to take for granted it's it's great it's amazing like we we have life it's autumn leaves are red it's beautiful (laughs) we have to acknowledge it so yeah, I feel I feel lucky to be in this place and having this mindset of everything is possible. Just go and get it. I'm glad you answered that, honestly, because I also feel another way could be to feel really, you know, disconnected and isolated and maybe weird, different. And, and you know, like that can also lead to some, I don't know, darker places where, yeah, you have to see that this is really a blessing on you, uh, that you, you manage to reach this level of awareness and 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 so young you got to this place and you meditate at 19 years old and you eh, god damn it (laughs) (laughs) i wish i I don't but sometimes i wish i was so much mature when i was 19 years old (laughs) every time i speak to young people like that like sam or or you it's like (laughs) <laughs> yeah but you can't go back and no and also things to be different. i'll be different so yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> no it's yeah i i agree with you i think it's it's an amazing opportunity because you will be way more in control of your life than most people so now it's up to you to create it yeah. whatever you want it <laughs> so how many years left do you have of college of university um i have three years left Okay. Are you going to take a gap year and do some singing? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so, yeah, because I have, um, I have a, a project of... I would love to record my songs and uh, upload them into an album on Spotify and just to share them in through platforms. Uh, it's just it's complicated because I have to learn how to use certain things and it takes time and I just want it, I just want it to be great. <laughs> I don't want to, yeah. to do it too fast and I want it to I want to take it slow and do it well so that it sounds just the way I want it to sound and uh, yeah, take my time. It's also, I think all that, like, like, like you said at the beginning, you know, with English, it's all about the environment the environment you grow up and the environment you create around you set you up for the person you're going to become. Like if you read English books, if you listen to English things, uh, you, you're naturally going to pick it up and and it's going to bring value to, li- to your life. And same with that, with mindset. If you surround yourself with people, conversations, things that 
help you grow and question things this is gonna take you to yeah i mean to whatever you're supposed to go because <laughs> i don't have the answer now but it's it, it's gonna go towards the right direction whatever the right direction is for you um do you feel that maybe a new environment would help maybe like geographically and stuff like that would help you to get to the next level yeah yeah i've, I've thought uh about I, i'd really like to um to travel a little bit because i think it's through travel that you really grow and discovering new people and talking with them and uh i'd really like to um go abroad and uh volunteering somewhere mm -hmm. doing or being an au pair just to live in a in a country and just learn the culture and discover new point of views um, because it's when you stay in the same country, it's great. France is a good country, <laughs> but it's just it's you, you don't really see anything else. You just see the the vision of like what people think for you, rather than if you go somewhere else and you 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 just discover new cultures and new point of views. Then you can only just grow through meeting other people and see what they think about life. Because that's and that's really philosophical philosophical in a way mm -hmm. um but it's how we can grow I, I guess so if you that's what you're considering if you if you take a gap year it would be to go traveling yeah maybe Hopefully. traveling or yeah just to for inspiration as well to write mm. maybe other songs and just and grow like really grow into because when if i if i grow then i can write better songs and i just uh, have more inspiration discovering new things too how many songs have you written so far do you think uh i think i have about 40 or 35 songs oh wow wow Something and how like <laughs> how long does it take you to write a song like does it just spew out of you or does it take a couple of days a couple of weeks how, how's that process it really depends on the subject i'm writing on because sometimes it, it can come really um out of nowhere <laughs> like i can go to a place see one thing or hear one word and then i'll have the idea of the song and just go back home to the piano and just write it in five minutes mm. it, it has happened before or it could take me a few days if i if i have first the idea of a melody then i would want to rethink how it sounds and see which lyrics i would put on it and do it like for it to flow and for the feelings to be conveyed so it really depends it just it could come from anything ah. so you, you you kind of answer my question but most of the time is it lyrics first and then the melody or you have the melody and then you create the lyrics for the melody or most of the times it's both it's sometimes it, i'll just have a melody coming in with a few words mm. and i will just record it on my phone and then um get into the feeling more see where does it come from because it usually when i'm troubled by something it's when i'm the most inspired where mm -hmm. i need to get it out like it's like the vase is full it needs to be a bit like taken out of it so yeah it just it, it just comes and then i i just dive into it and and it'll it'll fall into place mm. have you shared any of your songs that you've written either online or with family and things with family i have yeah and online not yet Sorry, and you haven't done online, online on TikTok, yet, or because, no, no, because they need to be protected before, because uh, uh, otherwise they could be 
um, share too much and I wouldn't be seen as the owner of the song so it has to be protected before put put it put online people told yeah. me that in the okay. past so I'm I'm gonna protect them before posting yeah. them but that's the goal to then post them <laughs> I love that you say protect them it's like it's your babies like I need to protect them first before I send them out into the world yeah that's that's kind of that's kind of like because it, it comes from really deep within like it's yeah it just it's so personal no one it's like photography for example mm. like you could put three people in the same room and they won't take the same pictures yeah and it's the same with writing you could uh, i could write about love and another person would write about love but we will never write the same song because we don't perceive it the same way yeah so it's just it's really personal and i wouldn't want them to be i, I don't want to say stolen but like you know taken from yeah. me when it's it came from inside so it's really yeah. personal Mm. it must be also extremely terrifying <laughs> to <laughs> it's one thing to write a song because i feel from what you said you you use um songwriting as something to uh, yeah, evacuate whatever is bubbling inside you mm-hmm. whatever emotion is coming you it's your way to take it out and Express some it. some yeah. people like to go boxing you know whatever to like you you, you write like this is your way to express yourself so they're probably quite personal <laughs> so yeah, <sometimes. laughs> yeah so i it's probably even scarier to sing it because you know when you sing someone else's song you you're gonna be people are just gonna judge you quote-unquote on your technical performance they're not gonna judge the song they're gonna they're gonna have an opinion just as you on, on you as a singer when when it's your own song it's it's you like you're singing it you're writing it, it's your lyrics it's not like it's really really you so you have to be also ready to because you know i mean whatever we do in life we can be as amazing as we want everyone is not gonna like us mm-hmm. there's always haters talking shit online <laughs> just because <laughs> just because they have their own pain and they like to take it out on other people it doesn't mean it's true what they're saying but it's affecting us we're all human <laughs> yeah. we we see it we see it too much probably uh so yeah singing a personal song and sharing it out there with strangers is must be also scary so it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it can be scary but sometimes people can also reflect on them like it could also strike a chord in them and they could reflect and it could it's i i like to refer as songwriting to a therapy because it's mm. you put it out there and then you sing it like when i i sing back my songs i just go back into the feeling but it and it it kind of like makes me review it and see in a different point of view as well sometimes and thinking that people could also re- re- um, reflect to this and relate to to the song is also a way of like healing. Um, if people were like in pain on something, they could sing the song. It's like, have you ever felt this feeling? You have a really song you love, and you sing it at the top of your lungs, and then you feel better afterwards. Yeah, like it could be the same. Even though people will hate the songs, well, it, it, they can hate it. Maybe they've never felt it before. Or they mm. haven't listened closely enough or maybe they just don't like it and that's fine but as long as it comes from the hurt 
Yeah. Yeah. It makes me think of one of one of our friend Carlos always says like even if it's scary, share whatever you have to share because first by sharing it sharing whatever it is and even maybe being weird you're giving permission to other people to share stuff it's, and you were too and <laughs> yeah and and also what's healing for you like you said might be healing for someone else and in mm -hmm. a sense holding it back can be seen and it's fine like as a selfish way you can also see like if you keep everything to yourself maybe you're holding valuable information for the world that could have a mm. massive impact on other people's lives so yeah it is scary but it's worth it yeah to take the jump and and take the risk because mm. it's not yeah, maybe so much you sorry yeah you're never gonna you know anyway <laughs> yeah yeah that's it because you can burst <laughs> at one point it's gonna you have to express it yeah <laughs> well it's not if it's when because yeah we we all burst at some point anyway so yeah. <laughs> yeah if you let's assume we live in a world where money is not important right we don't we don't need money to do anything or we have an unlimited amount of money we have a unlimited credit card okay so money is not an issue what Tomorrow, someone gives you an unlimited credit card, okay? So you don't have to worry about job, about tax, about anything like that. What are you, do, what, what are you doing tomorrow? Oh, that's a really good question. Do you quit? Uh, do you... What do you do? Yeah, um, I think I would... Uh, I would just dive into my songs and just record them, like take the time to record them. And um, I've also, I this summer I wrote a musical, so I don't have any experience in musicals. I don't, I've never been in any musical classes, but I wrote a musical and I think I would just try to put it into place and, um, and play it. <laughs> you wrote a musical? <laughs> yeah, I did. Wow. You can't just drop that like that. Okay, tell us about yeah. it. How, how do you... Wow. <laughs> I need more information. <laughs> What's the musical about? So it's a story about um, two cities. Uh, one is called Abovia and it's above water. And there's a king called the King of the Air. And then there's another city which is underwater with another king. And um, basically the king above water wants to destroy... Uh, the underwater city by destroying the hope, which is the herd of the city that makes mm. people breathe and be sea, sea mates, sea people. Um, the musical is called Sea Mates, and um, and the goal is for the princess who lives underwater to save the, the oh world. Oh my god! <laughs> kind of. <laughs> this sounds amazing. When what? When can I watch this? I want to go and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> When it'll be, I'm finishing writing the songs at the moment, and, and then when I have people to do it with me, then why not? I'll tell you the date. Yes, I'll be there. It's incredible how creative you are, like that. I just, I'm gonna create a musical, and you're making it happen. And where is your creativity coming from? You think? I think I'm. I'm a really sensitive person. I really 
when I live something, I really live it. I can, I, I laugh a lot. I can cry a lot. I can, I really live things and feel them really deep. And I think it's, it's something that really helps with the songwriting and mm. the creativity. Mm. It's incredible to be at, at this place again, at 19 years old. And do you, do you feel you got where you are? by yourself or you were guided by family friends i don't know some, some some people to make you realize that you know i mean everything you've been talking about uh, questioning things and learning english you know was one example at the beginning but exploring being creative questioning living a happy life and everything what do you think triggered all those unusual um this unusual mindset when i'm when i say unusual mindset is for a 19 years old to think like that is unusual um well i've always been encouraged by my family in music they've never stopped me they've always encouraged me to mm. go to singing contests even though it finished at like 3 a.m in the morning they were there <laughs> um so i've always been encouraged to discover new things and never stopped in the creativity process so i think my family and my friends have a lot to do in it because they encourage me a lot but then i think there's also a personal part of me that is really like i like to discover things and just uh, experience things and even though i make mistakes then i will learn from them and that's fine because it's the only way to grow <laughs> if we don't make mistakes then we we can go ahead in life so I i'm not I think it also, it's a mixture of my family supporting me and also me being, um, not, not being scared of failing and just mm. going there and doing it, discovering things. That's a big thing is not yeah. being scared to fail. I think we're taught as kids that, you know, if you get an, a D or an E or an F, then you're a bad kid and you should have worked harder and whatever, like failing is a bad thing. Whereas actually, I think wherever it is in life but at some point you learn that failing is actually a good thing because it means that you're trying new things you're learning new things and you're not failing it's just a lesson it's just something that you'll know next time not to do or to do differently so yeah. again like Jeremy keeps saying it's amazing that at 19 you're so mature and you've figured out so much of all this shit that took us 30 odd years <laughs> to figure out so <laughs> you're way ahead no it's also interesting because I feel um, a lot of people start to get into this mindset when something bad or terrible happened mm. in their life you know i mean that was the case for us but it's the case for a lot of people like usually you you live life like quite it's like a flat curve something shitty happen you'll have a massive drop and you reach rock bottom and then you build yourself up again and you and most of the time well you either stay down or if you do manage to build yourself up again you're going to rise up uh, way above where you were before i feel that's usually like a classical pattern and it's amazing that you're rising so much with having the big drop and and <laughs> and you're questioning all that without having gone through you know something horrible uh it's it's that's amazing for you thank you well i just yeah it's true i don't I just don't know how it all, where it comes from. It's just, it came. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, that's, in and then... <laughs> that's a great part. Now... Yeah. Mm. I think it's also through songwriting because um, that you realize the emotions because 
when I write, I have to dive in and see what I feel. And it's when I also questioned how I felt. So I think mm. it come, kind of comes from that too. Mm. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a sense of like journaling. Like you, you use your, your songs as a journal, I guess a personal journal. And yeah. that's where you question mm. your thoughts and your feelings. And yeah, it's just, a, but, but again, it's, it's linked to what you said a couple of minutes ago. You're also not scared to go to this place. Like for years, I've been scared by emotions. Like I don't, I disconnected myself to my emotions like for years and years and years because uh, I've been taught to <laughs> mainly because, you know, emotions are not, you know, so again, society told us not to cry, not to show weakness, not to feel bad. We have to be okay every time, stuff like that. So when I also you have- think part of that is being a man as well. Yeah, also, yeah. Like um, the male, like, men we, don't cry thing. Yeah, but we all have our yeah. issues with emotions. Yeah. But I'm, I'm taking yeah. my own example, but I think we all have our weird relationship with emotions at some point in life. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, and, and the main problem is because we are scared to face them, even if actually yeah. facing them is probably the best thing to do because it's we should embrace them more than being scared and... And that's what you're doing. And, and again, that's amazing that you, you got that, whatever it's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, use it, use it as your own advantage, you know, cause that's what's going to take you somewhere, whatever it is. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know, also I remember when we had this conversation in May, uh, about like you wanted to sing, but you didn't know what to do and stuff like that. And and I remember like that we, we, we spoke about there are plenty of opportunities out there and it's just a matter of creating, doing it. Like since then, like you've been posting pretty much every day, like on, on TikTok and Instagram and like putting like 10, 30 second songs and on YouTube as well. You've done like so many YouTube videos this summer and I'm, I'm going to link all your socials and pages in, in the show notes so people can see your songs and everything because you have to guys listen to her <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, <you>. <laughs> but yeah like you're you're really doing the work you're not just waiting for something to happen to you you're you're really being in the driver's seat and you're trying to you're pushing the boundaries to really make a change and do something about it yeah yeah, because I can't wait for life to happen because uh, it, it might never happen. I have, If I have the idea, have the ambition to go, then I, I don't know why I should wait around. Because if I wait, it will never happen. I have to make it happen. I can't, I can't wait. So <laughs> it has to... If, if we don't put the work into the things we, we want to achieve, then it will never happen. We have to invest in our passions, invest time, invest anything just to make them happen. It won't just come like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was so amazing to talk to you. It's so refreshing. I always feel refreshed when I speak to people like you that are younger because it makes me feel good about the world. It makes me feel really hopeful and... And it's just really cool and amazing, honestly, to see someone like you being on a path, you know, for doing, from being happy. That's all, honestly. It's, it's, it's not even being successful or something like that. I don't really care about that. It's more like yeah. I'm so happy for you that you are trying to create a happy life. 
but actually like your happy life, not someone else's happy life. Yeah. And this is just so Thank nice you. to see it. <laughs> one last question, Rosie, for you. Okay, so we have one question that we ask everybody. <laughs> if you could have a conversation with anybody who is dead or alive, famous or not, it can be literally anybody ever, um, to have a conversation with who you think would be super interesting, who would you choose and why? Um, I think I would choose Taylor Swift um, mm. because I get really inspired by her songwriting process and like also the music she makes and uh, I really think she's an, an inspiring um, musician and singer and uh, she's really impacted the last decade with her music. Everyone knows uh, her, her music and I think it would be really inspiring to talk to her about music and writing and all this stuff. Why would you ask her like one question you would be like, oh, I want to know that. <laughs> um, how I think I would ask her, uh, oh, that's hard. <laughs> I have so many <laughs> questions. I cannot like just maybe um, what is the the song that she she put she poured her heart into the most? Mm. Mm. So it'd be more like yeah, stuff related to the creative process or the, the yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting to dive into that. Mm. Well, make it happen. <laughs> you can. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Lisa, for taking the time out to talk to us today. I just wanted to say, you know how you said we had the conversation back in May and we inspired you to record more songs, push your dreams and, you know, try harder. You've inspired me today to do more to meditate to try harder to push for my dreams so thank you for talking to us today for being so inspiring and so amazing and honestly guys the voice of an angel i'm not lying you need to go and listen to her <laughs> we'll leave everything linked in the show notes thank you so much once again it's been wonderful talking to you thank you thank you so much for inviting me and having this really inspirational conversation with you <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much once again. I will link your Instagram, TikTok, YouTube channel so people can enjoy your voice. And yeah, please, guys, check it out. It's amazing. And also more like a personal message. Thank you so much for all your kind words about the podcast. I know you listen to episodes and once in a while you send us a nice message saying how much you enjoy it and and, you know, it's always nice to hear that. So thank you very much also for your support and your kind words. Thank you for inspiring us every day. <laughs> Guys, uh, that's it for the episode. We will be back next Wednesday. Yeah, with a brand new episode. So make sure you come back next week for the brand new episode. Um, make sure you leave us a review if you haven't done already. Follow us on Instagram. We post some quotes on there sometimes and some fun stuff. Um, yeah, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.